last night I thought about once again trying to restart a small peer support group those going through whatever addiction and those going through whatever mental health issues to do I had tried it before but I wasn't in a good space so it happened a few times but had to abort the mission so to speak but we're doing it again we are doing it again or at least restarting it because I think the further we, the deeper we get into this epidemic, the more pronounced the problems become. Like all-time high pronouncement of all these issues. Plus just general loneliness, which leads, of course, to downward spiraling mental health which also leads to substance use etc so you know might be worth doing especially now I don't care that things are opening up and like things opening up people feel like let me put it like this if the extent of things opening up and people rejoicing as being able to go to one extra store, there's still a problem there, as far as I'm concerned. You go to the store, you go home. You can linger in the store, but they're dissuading against lingering. You go and buy your shit, get out. So, that social sort of social activity which isn't really is weak at best sorry weak at worst at best you get a few minutes of socialization so so far the online community has been the strongest to survive all of this Why do I call this season 22? Because in a matter of time, I don't know, a month, two months, maybe spring. It's going to shift yet again. Now, I don't know whether the average listener notices the shifts, but in my head, there's shifts. So I imagine people notice them. Seniors have been doing good with their support groups. Especially when they all live in the same building. But the younger folk, Gen X, well, not even Gen X, millennials below, who've been socialized in a very 
individualistic keep to yourself way side note there's this place all natural microgreens boost your immune system healthy and local open to public I should go in there I don't just want vegetables though anyway so <laughs> it's the younger folk that have to deal with like the online world more Whether that's good or bad, time will tell. But it's the strongest it's ever been. I mean, I've said this before, I've never seen so much social media engagement across all platforms as I've seen in the past year, well, 14 months or so. 15 months or so. And I mean, It is what it is now. These companies have made billions upon billions of dollars. None of which goes to the very people who are suffering, who use these sites and platforms. But I mean, that's capitalism for you, right? Kind of like with the GoFundMe announcement. Like, yo, we were created to fund small projects. We weren't created as like a, as like a replacement for, for real relief, real government relief, real social relief. It's just turned into mutual aid 101. As I was, well, no, I said this on Twitch. Or did I say this on here? I had to move away from that. I had to be like, yo, I'm going to refund the money of what I raised because I don't quite think this is going to pan out the way I would like it to. Even with the small amount of money that I was trying to raise, 3000 I'm like, you know what? Refund the money. Reapproach it later on. Now, this later on, people are more broke. But like I was saying, I seen a live-a-thon and they were trying to raise $11,000. They did it. And I'm like, damn. Now these are bigger, far bigger creators on different platforms. Well, specifically one platform. Far bigger creators. Far bigger amount of friends on these apps. Shit was getting shared out to Facebook, you know, I imagine Twitter. Anyway, they did it, but it's a live-a-thon, so they were there for hours. In fact, one woman was there for days, would take like a three-hour break, four-hour break, then come back, continue, and I'm like, uh-huh, this is an interesting model. This works. And then they got the prizes and they got the draws and so on. So it can be done. But I think, I think the days of just posting your GoFundMe and hoping for the best is done. It's over.
on another note there's a Ottawa Police Service Board's board meeting and I don't really need them to know my name anymore but I would like to say my piece on a few things and then get out they're like five minute living like I need two minutes <laughs> that's all I need I don't need ten minutes I need five minutes Maybe a minute and a half to two minutes to get the point across and then y'all can sit on that. Sit on that and do what you want to do with the information. But it was said, so it was documented. You know, with the police budget increase, you say to yourself, all of all of the chanting and pitchforking and barking accomplished what? And then at the same time, you're like, well, the voices are out there. You can't kind of just like ignore it or idly sit back. There's a time to idly sit back and ignore it. There's a time to live your life as it is. There's also a time to be involved. There's also a time to be involved and back off, re-emerge. You know what I mean? There's time for everything. There's time for people to just be on social media. There's a time for bloggers. time for article writers there's a time for youtubers there's a time for everybody now so I don't know what's the point everybody has their role and as loosely defined as those rules can become and as overlapping as these rules as these new rules these rules can become they all have a necessity there's time for protesting there's time for marching not those fucking people that marched in calgary but i mean like real real protesting for real issues real marching for real issues whether it's you know the blm movement or mmiw or what's going on in Palestine. There's a time and a place for all that. Occupations of building. <laughs> oh man, the indigenous community has it down. Mind you, they get, they get it gets bloody, but they got it down. And some people in the black community. It's just so brilliant to watch. Because I know it's effective. And when I say watch, I don't mean in a voyeur, a voyeur way. I mean, it's just brilliant just to see the blueprint. And there's been other blueprints. But I think right now, 
those blueprints are manifesting in a different way. We had the school breakfast programs. That was a blueprint that got hijacked. I didn't even know about that. Like I didn't even know that the 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 the, the what we now know as com- that we now commonly know as a free breakfast program was a Black Panther started initiative. I know that shit. Also important to note the painting of Black Panthers as his pro like pro black anti everybody else anti-white establishment no they had allies they had white people in the black panthers they were associated with aim they're affiliated and allies with aim until of course the fbi gets involved and fucks everything up but you know what i mean they were allies there were asians out there there are asian americans out there there were latinos I'm also thinking about something that somebody said. And it's a common discussion in the black community. Pro-black. And consciousness. Sometimes in the context of interracial relationships. But more broadly speaking than that. It's not just that. It's like... I'm realizing a lot of people want to preach pro-black. Okay, stop paying rent to your white landlord. Stop going to the movies. Stop getting fast food. Don't use Uber. Don't go to the doctor. Maybe that's already kind of in the bag, but don't support this business. Don't support that business. Get off social media entirely. Now, some will argue, well, these are tools I'm using. No, 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 no. If you're as pro, and this is for everybody, if this is as pro yourself and your own community as you proclaim to be, you're going to have to cut off everybody else. Are you prepared to do that? How long will you last? think about especially in Canada where our numbers are already low now is it dancing with the devil some would say is it a deal with the devil some would say whoever you define as the devil During this anti-Asian American sentiment, they suddenly became the devil when COVID hit. They were the boogeyman. And people bought into it again. That's the most mind... 
Not to argue with someone like you think the, the average Chinese person is not responsible for COVID, right? What are you what are you talking about? It's the rest of y'all that travel to all these places that bring this shit back. Like, come on. They're not sitting there, and I'm not saying people have said this, but maybe people are, people are. People are saying it's biological warfare, which is the thing. But I think the average Chinese person trying to get their engineering degree is like sitting there like, yo, how can we wreak biological havoc on these people? It's not, it's not how it goes or has gone. Just general ignorance. Anyway, I'm done my walk. So, I'll talk to you. I forgot my keys. So I'm gonna gotta find a way in. Anyway, peace.